Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Women for Election yesterday announced their new CEO and it's caused some backlash online. The reason? Their new CEO is a man, Brian Sheehan. Take a listen to Bernie Lenehan, who's women's rights and Labour Party activist, and she spoke to News Talk earlier. This message is sent out that there wasn't a woman good enough to lead the organisation. We have been told forever that the best person for the job is a man. There are only one in eight female CEOs in this country. This is about optics. It's about a message that is sent out. Role modelling is so very important, especially for younger women. Mm. You know, the, the, the mantra, if you can see it, you can be it. And what yeah, if you can't yeah. see it? What if the person who is the face of this organisation, which is designed to empower women, is actually a man? So that's Bernie Linehan a little earlier today. Do you agree with her? Maybe you totally disagree. Maybe you do think it's inappropriate. 1800 453 is the number. Um, Senator Regina Doherty is with us on the line today. Regina, do you think the optics look bad? Hi, Andrea. Um, I think like an awful lot of other women and indeed some men, um, and I know Twitter isn't reflective of entire society, but it's a kind of a, it's a little bit of a benchmark. Um, I think we're disappointed because as Bernie is right, the message that it does send out um, for an empowering, uh, supporting, monitor, mentoring organisation such as Women for Election, we've had them around for about 10 years and they're great, that they couldn't, of all of the female campaigners in the country, all of the women politicians, be it in local government or national government, past and present, we couldn't find one woman you know, that was equal in stature because Brian Sheen is a wonderful campaigner and he has a long history mm, you know, of being really, really a yeah, yeah, being really effective. So, and I, I was at pains to say last night, like, I have huge respect for Brian, and he is great, and he has a huge history, and he has enormous skills. But unfortunately, whether it's just the way it was announced, or whether it, you know, ha- will have damaged for longer term, the, the message that was sent yesterday was that uh, a, a female empowering organization to appoint a man um, probably came down as an own goal and it certainly sent out for me the wrong signals. And I say this now, uh, having spoken to some of my female friends this morning, one of them said to me, had it been put around, you know, a, a, an output that in the longer term women need men in order for us to have gender balance and gender equality, you know, and that we need men at the table, maybe if it was framed in that way, you know, that we're trying to change the culture you know, of Irish politics and representation and we need men to do that with us. It might have been received better, but unfortunately that's not we, the way it was put out. Do we, does that need to be so clearly outlined and spelled out for people, Regina? Like, is, are, we, are, like, are, we not, are people not more concerned here about the optics and the press release and the photograph and the paper and the imagery? Like, does it matter if, like, if, if the outcome is ultimately that there's, you know, more female CEOs or more female politicians. Is it not irrelevant who's the CEO in this You see, I don't think case? so, because whether you like it or not, Andrea, in this day and age, optics matter. Because for so many years, particularly in politics, you walk into a room of politicians and political representatives and you see dark suits and grey hair. And we've had that for years. And it's only relatively recently that that mould and that model is starting to break. And I do acknowledge, that, you know, my friend Grace told me this morning that we do need men to reach that equality. But in an organisation such as Women for Election, and we have another one called See Her Elected, this is about empowering, supporting and mentoring women by women to encourage them to go into uh, local and national politics. And I think the way it was handled yesterday just unfortunately um, sent out 
the wrong message. Um, and I can't, as a receiver of that message, I can't help the way that I felt when I received the message, because clearly to me it said that of all of the women, and there's 51% of us in the country, we couldn't find a woman to lead a woman's organisation to improve and increase women's participation and experience in Irish politics. I think that's just a real pity. Linda's with us on the line as well. Stay, stay with us, Regina. I want to get a couple of voices in on this today. It's 1800 453 Linda, you were listening to uh, Bernie on Breakfast a little earlier and you've heard Senator Regina Doherty there. I don't know if you've ever, um, you know, uh, availed of the services or worked with or through women for election, but just yes. in listening to this, do, do you agree, with Regina? I have to echo everything Bernie, um, my colleague, and what Regina has just said there. And it's absolutely—it's not just about the visual that it's going to be a man who's the CEO, but it's absolutely it's disappointing and it's appalling to think that he's been put in that position. And I've nothing but absolute respect for Brian Sheen and the work he's done as an activist and a campaigner. But what kind of message, I said to my daughter this morning who's 13, what kind of message are we sending out? If we can't see it, we can't be it. So she can't see it, she can't be it. So if we're saying that we need a man to be a CEO in a female, generally female-led organisation to see women at local and at TD level to be elected in this country, to have a man at the forefront of that, surely it's absolute, it's, you know, it, it takes away the whole ethos of women for election and to see her elected, that we needed a man to step into this role. Because as Regina said there, and rightly so, I know so many talented activists and campaigners that would have given their left arm to be able to do, you know, th- that that role. But to see it as a man, it's not just the visual optics. There's activists and campaigners, myself, Regina, Bernie, there's thousands of us across the country that have worked and fought tooth and nail for what we have as women in this country. And to see men given that, it's absolutely given the vibes of the old man's club, the old gentleman's club, the grey suits, the hair and everything else, and that women don't belong here. And, you know, as I said, I've absolutely nothing but respect for Bernie, but for Brian, but this is just an appalling, the optics of it are bad, the visual message that we're sending to women coming up as bad. We have a local, a local election coming next year, and I have done work with Women for Election. I've sat on various campaign schools that they've run, um, absolutely fantastic work done by Katrina Gleason, the previous CEO, but to see this yesterday was just disappointing as a woman and as an activist. So again, I'm I, I'm not. I really don't intend to be smart in asking this, but but is the point then that because of the nature of the group and the organisation and the kind of activism and support that Women for Election do, it can only ever be a female CEO? Well, like when we think of it, we're you know, if it's like we look at Women's Aid, we've Sarah Benson, right? We look at you know, female-led, female-run. If we're trying to get the message to women, we need it to be a woman. And we're not saying that men can't do that role. I'm sure Brian is more than capable and, you know, he's shown that in previous campaigns. But if we're not seeing a woman at the top table, how are we going to help our other sisters up the ladder? And that's what it's about. And it's about having our young people looking at women saying, you know, I want to do that. I can do that. You know, and, you know, Brian has had a very, his background is diverse. He's been involved in the political party, etc. And one that was female-led. And what we need to see is women in that position. And as Regina rightly said, there are women in this country that would have done this job. And it's just disappointing. And no disrespect to Brian, it's disappointing to see that it's a man that's going to run this. You know, what kind of message are we sending out? As I said, local elections are next year. Then we'll have a general election, whenever that might be called. And we have a man sitting 
on women for election. It's just, it's not the right message that we should be sending out. And I think, okay. if anything, if we look across parties, the Labour Party, the Social Democrats, we see more and more female women, female in leadership roles, female in leadership roles in the private and public sector. We need more of that, you know. And the damage, yeah. as Regina said, we don't know what the damage might be. I have a statement in from Women for Election here now, okay? And it's it's um, a couple of paragraphs, but main section, I suppose, if you want to say that. Women for Election has seen the reaction um, of some to our appointment of the new CEO. We have also had many supportive messages too from stakeholders and we hear the frustration that comes from the lack of women in public life. On the appointment, the board ran a robust and transparent public recruitment process. We've received a large number of applications from a wide variety of candidates. We awarded the role to the candidate who was best qualified for the job. Brian Sheehan brings enormous strength to the role, his track record of campaigning, running organisations and his success in achieving real change is exemplary. Like, we've been talking all this week, Regina, uh, and you know this in public life about, you know, due process and transparency and, you know, transparency in, in public life. Like, how do, like what do you say to Women for Election when their their response to this today is, we ran a fair process and Brian Sheehan was the best candidate for the job? So, could a man never be the chair or the CEO of a women's-led organisation. And I would answer you correctly that, yes, of course they can, but the timing is not right. And what we need to see is gender balance in Ireland, but we're absolutely so far off that that if we don't have women's-led organisations, that women supporting and mentoring each other, and particularly at a time, Andrea, and this isn't just true of my own party, lots of women at local electoral level are leaving politics for a variety of reasons. That can be... Uh, felt by a woman, supported by women, and obviously the shared experiences of other women who are in national and public life to be able to support those people who are coming up behind us. We're not ready yet. We're nowhere near close to a time and a space where we even have a, a semblance of equality of opportunity for men and women in this country. And I'll give you a small example. Maura Gagan Quinn was our first minister, female minister for justice, many, many moons ago. And it gave rise to Nora Owen, Francis Fitzgerald, Helen McEntee, nobody even questions today that a woman couldn't be a minister for, uh, for justice. It's the norm. A man is appointed next time, nobody would question that. We have a situation in Ireland where we've never had uh, a woman minister for finance because it's not the norm. It's always been expected that it's the boys and the smart men. We absolutely need to challenge every single opportunity okay. that women need to have an equal right and an equal access to. And the optics are important. Okay. They do, do matter. Do, a couple of other people getting in touch about this. Stay with us, um, Regina and, uh, and Linda. John is on the line. John, you've been listening to this. I mean, do you agree with Regina and Linda here? The optics are very important in this I case. I mean, 100% I agree. Um, I, I'm, I'm in, in the industry I work in, it, it's definitely a male-dominated industry and we are trying to uh, move away from uh, a stereotypical old industry full of um, male professionals and, and definitely encourage women into industry. My, my big thing in all of this and the reason why I'm, um, I suppose I, I, I texted in earlier on was I was at an event in Dublin yesterday and it was one of the topics that was brought up uh, that we need to encourage more women in, in, in the industry and that's 100% correct, we do. Um, however, a point was made by one of the, the, the um, by one of the gentlemen that was uh, with, on the event itself that uh, maybe in certain circumstances, maybe it is, uh, even though we want to encourage obviously women into uh, maybe a role of power, but may, maybe when, when candidates come up uh, for interview process, maybe the man is the, the stronger of the two. 
uh, sorry, not the stronger of the two, apologies, uh, stronger of the candidates that came forward. Well, people but, can just do a good interview on the day as well, yeah, and I'm not that's suggesting that's the case that's here, sure. but like, you know, if you run a competitive competition for a yeah. role. Yeah, I mean, the other, the other side of it as well is, um, you know, uh, taking power out of it. I mean, there are plenty of other industries uh, out there where they are male-dominated. I mean, the likes of the building trade, you see, you know, most builders are, are, are men. That's just the, the way it is. Obviously, you want to encourage encourage more, uh, you know, women into that industry as well. But those type of subjects are never brought up. You know, why, why isn't there more women in, you know, in the construction trade? You know, which would have typically been a male-dominated uh, industry previously. Why? Why aren't? I just see sometimes it's all about power. And don't get me wrong, there are some fantastic uh, women that uh, figures that that would be fantastic for any board out there. Um, but but I, I just think you know it shouldn't all be about power. It should be the general sense, not just about I like the, the labour on, on 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 the building site or 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 a CEO or someone running an organisation. And, and and to go back to my point is, I suppose, is that, you know, sometimes, I suppose women, for, from my point of view, I would hate to think that, you know, there's a quota to be reached where male and female have to be in nearly a tick the box, um, which shouldn't be like that. And by all means, if there's any male industries out there, uh, and I would have no issues at all with, with a woman being there if they're the right candidate. So, um, well, yes, I'm, I'm encouraging uh, you know both sides. You know, and to to, to have positions uh, of power on merit and not okay. just for kick the box. L- can I just put a couple of the messages um, to you? And if if you, if you want to to jump in on them, and, and Regina and, and Linda as well, please do. Um, for some of them, I, I can't tell if they're from a male or female, but in this case, I can. Sean in Westport, for instance, he says, "Hold on." What about equality? Surely men have the same right to go for a job. Is it not down to the best available person who gets the job? Peter in Cork, if we're going to start appointing CEOs because of optics, then the organisation has already failed. Yes. Well, I mean, even if you read that, you, those messages are clearly from a man because they don't know what it's been like for women. And just to go to the other listener there, the reason why we don't see enough women in construction is because when we were growing up, we were told that they were men's jobs and their jobs for the boys. And that's what we were told in school, and that's what we were told when it came to college places. And that's why, because if we can't see it, we can't be it. So the messaging from my mom's generation before that generation was, that's something men do, that we weren't able. And we've only really came to some form of equality, as Regina said, we're nowhere near gender equality. We also don't want people, when they're going for elections, just to tick a box to say they've a female candidate, they've a male candidate. It's about far, far more than that. And it's not about absolutely we want the best person for the job. But in terms of an organisation like Women for Election, I think that women going for election would absolutely understand and appreciate having a female-led organisation there because that is somebody that can absolutely resonate with what it's like for women. That's what we're talking about. This texter says, why is everybody not talking um, or taking into account the fact that is it not illegal to hire or not hire someone for a job based on gender? Or do your guests think that this rule should only apply if a man gets a job over a woman? Again, I'm sure that's probably a man's perspective, not a woman's perspective, because, again, men could never even understand what it's like as women, as women trying to enter any sort of the corporate world, public life, as Regina um, has done. I mean, that they can't understand because they're not a woman. And I'm sure Regina, Bernie and myself, 
out there on the campaign trail for various campaigns have, uh, you know, witnessed and felt what it's like to be a woman when you're trying to move up the ladder when there's men blocking at every obstacle. And I, that's, that's what it's about, fair. pulling each other up. I think that's not fair at all. I think blocking people, I think that's not fair at all. I think you look back on the last 20 years, and I'm not a woman, and uh, there was oppression, so I would never say that there wasn't. But I think the fact that people would say, oh, well, women are put down now. You have more women in politics. You want more women in positions of power than ever before. Yet my point is that, you know, you're talking about... But, like, should 20, we be thankful for that or should that be the norm? Like, we haven't got nowhere near... If you see a full doll, there's not speak. enough of us. Just, yeah, just, John, just go, no, go on ahead, John, and make your point. My, my, my response to that is, is that 20, 30 years ago, yes, we lived in a society where the mother stayed at home and minded the kids. That's not the same society nowadays. But my point is that your, list, your callers are on giving out that they're not in positions of power. But nobody's, but they're not going to say, well, we want to go on, you know, to the, the, the so-called male job. I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm speaking for equal rights on both sides. And if the right person is there for the right job, it shouldn't matter whether it's a CEO of a company, whether you're a labourer on a billing site, it's for equal rights on both sides. But as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's this conversation is around power and power only for women. And but it's, it's not, not like I've been heavy, I've been heavily involved in the Care for Equality campaign by the Irish Human Rights Federation, and like okay. the whole point of that is that it's women that are doing caring roles, and it's women that are predominantly doing the work at home. Like we've still so far to go in terms of gender equality, well, I, I, and I, the I, messaging my, is so my, wrong. My point what? of view is, I, myself and my wife split the childcare down the middle. That if our childminder isn't there, I take my responsibility, as do any friends of mine, cousins, neighbours, male dominated stuff that we, we split the work. It's not 20 years ago. We fast forward a lot now. Yes, okay. I'm sure there are certain industries where, yes, 100%, that, that, that still lies where there is gender inequality, 100%. Okay, but just, I, I, I want to stick to this point particularly today around the, the appointment. Um, and as I said, it's, it's not to do with the individual in this case, in, um, in, in Brian Sheehan or his credentials or, or credibility at all. It's the fact that I suppose there's been quite some backlash to this announcement from Women for Election that the new head of the organisation, the new face, the new CEO uh, is a man and not a woman. And you've heard some of the, the voices there today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about the fact the new CEO of Women for Election uh, was appointed yesterday and it's a male and there's been quite a lot of criticism online about this. 1800 453 106 is the number. Claire is with us on the line. Claire, is it okay for the head of Women for Election to be a man? Hi, Andrea. Good afternoon to you. I was just talking to your researcher. I think maybe if the year was 21, 23, um, it would probably be, hopefully it would be okay. But until we reach parity, um, um, I really don't think it's it's fair. Um, I was just saying to your researcher, um, Mr. Sheehan, he doesn't, he doesn't have to take the job. You know, he doesn't have to take the appointment. Um, a couple of months ago in Scotland, there was a, a young gentleman hired for the a period product um, department. And I mean, he really he had to leave because it was so the optics was just not not good. And also, my hmm. final point is that women for election, they said to you that um, the process was fair. Um, and I'm wondering how come, you know, I wonder if there was any people of colour uh, thought about or, um, you know, different ethnicities. Well, I presu- presume it was an, an application pro- process. They just said that they ran a, a robust and yeah, a transparent public recruitment process. It was a fair process, but, okay. um, you know, 
I would be interested to see how many applicants they got of, of colour or different ethnicities or whatever. So your your point your point aside, I suppose, from all of that is that um... Mr. Sheehan doesn't have to accept the position. No, he could he could he could he could really do the right thing and say, you know what, this is the, for, for for the moment. For, for, for optics and for the moment, really, a woman should should do this job. But I presume if he went for the role he wants, the job, like if he got it, why why shouldn't he take it? Do you think the optics are bad? You 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 think it should I, be I a, really, a you woman? Know, yeah, I mean, and I would and again, again, I would just love the process. They said it was fair, but what does that mean? Um, you know, how, how many applicants? Um, how well, many if it's applicants? in line with public recruit, like with any other public recruitment process, there's well, strict criteria around that. Yeah, but I find it very interesting that you know these 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 positions go to white males. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know. It's a time for change. Okay. It's a time for change. Okay. John is on the line as well. Um, do you think that the the optics should be the priority here, John? I do really, Andrea. Um, before I start, though, I just want to let the listeners know that I know Bernie Lennon personally. I'm a member of the Labour Party branch in Sligo Leitrim that she's a member of. So just so that, so that that's made. Okay, yeah. fair enough, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that organisations that promote the interest of women should really promote women. You know, that they have a responsibility to demonstrate to the rest of society that their values inform their decisions. You know, if if they can't find a woman who's good enough to lead their organisation, they've done something wrong in the, in the recruitment process, I'd say. But is that, I'm curious, because I heard, um, was it uh, Bernie? Bernie Lalanne was yeah. on earlier. Uh, make a similar point. I don't want to paraphrase or, um, or sorry, misquote Bernie, but I think um, is, is that how you see the message here that there, you know, that that people will look now at the organisation and say there's been a recruitment process. There wasn't a woman good enough to lead the organisation. Is that is that what you think, John? Or is that how well, you think people will read that? I think that's how people we we know that there are women who are good enough to lead it. We also know that there are women who are good enough to be county councillors. In, but, um, and I hope Bernie's one of them. But I was just looking before I came on at the figures for the county councillors in our region. Um, in Sligo, there's three women councillors out of 18. In Leitrim, there's three women councillors out of 18. Roscommon's slightly better, with four women out of 14. And I believe that in Donegal, there's only four women and 33 councillors. You know, those figures tell you that women are being kept from positions of authority, not, you know, and, and organisations like Women for Election uh, should be leading by example. They're doing a really good job of getting women to put themselves forward, women like Bernie and like Nessa Cosgrove in Sligo, but they need to walk the walk as well as talking the talk. So no. you can't, yeah, if you can't can't see it, you can't be it. Exactly. Yeah, no, I take your point. Yeah, no, I take your point. you know, I have to, you know, I'm somebody, I'm in the rare position of being a man who works in the early years sector. And that's a sector that's 98% female and 2% male. So I, you know, I feel to some tiny, tiny extent the discrimination that women face and that girls face in their career choices, that, that, that it's a reality. Girls are squashed at school. I've got two sons and two daughters, and you know, obviously, our daughter more or less excluded from the metal work room. 
you know, and this goes on mm. from okay. school all the way through to employment. It goes into elections. It goes into public life. And it's time that women get a little bit of help to assert themselves and to demonstrate that they are equally In the statement I have from, from, from Women for Election, they say our mission is to work to achieve 50-50 balance of men and women, or sorry, women and men in Irish politics. Ireland currently stands 101st in the world in terms of female representation in Parliament. It's a societal issue that needs a diverse cohort across society to drive change. It's not exclusively a woman's issue and we'll succeed only with the support of a broad diversity of Irish society. Marsha is with us on the line as well. Marsha, do you think um, the optics look bad here? Oh, definitely. It's like, to me, it's like making a joke out of women. And there's no way there wasn't a woman that was, that, that could do that job. There's just no way. And I tell you what, because as far as I'm concerned, women are far superior than men. And when I deal with a lot of women and men, and I always find that the women always do the better job. Right. It's just that everyone is always pushing the men. And another thing about politics, it should be nine to five. If the do- I think it's a way of politicians keeping the women out, you see. That's what they do. What, so having they, meetings they and committees and stuff? Yes, in the it evening. Be nine to five. Andrea, if the doctors can Jeez. go nine to five, I think I think the politicians can. It's not as if they're that important. What about if you? The doctors can do it. Politicians can. Ailish, do you think the optics look bad, or what's your view on this? Look at my view on this. Listening, it's nothing to do with power or anything like that. Women in politics is a minority. This was set up to try and encourage women into politics. It's nothing to do with men versus women or anything like that. It's merely to encourage more women into politics. They are a minority. And yes, it does fly in the face that is the man that's at the top of it. Absolutely it does, because it undermines their very strategy. So I, I think all, all being said, I think men and women should be equal in every way. But I do believe that they are a minority in politics and that is mm. what this organisation was trying to do. So I, I, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, so it's 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 because we're talking about um, an organisation that is, look, I mean, the, sure, their role is to is to focus on um, diversity and inclusivity and, and, and particularly if that in politics, sure, that's the very name of it. That's what it's all about. And, you know, we all want to see more women involved in politics. Of course we do. But I think the organisation was doing its best to try and make that happen. Um, and unfortunately now this has happened and it has thrown a spanner in the works. But I do think they need to go upwards and onwards and uh, keep pushing the women uh, to get there because they have the capability. I've no doubt in my mind about that. But I do believe it should be protected because we do need to encourage more women to get involved mm. but this doesn't help Sinead do you think it sends out the wrong message? I think it does because uh, basically um, I'm in a male dominated environment in years and it is basically um, the problem is women are not getting the opportunity to be the best person for the job at that interview What, what, what do you mean? Sorry explain that Sinead so, um, statistics recently came out about firefighters in Ireland. So, just 
you know, there is female firefighters. We're, we're firefighters. But in the whole of Ireland, there's actually two women that are driver mechanics. Two. Out of city stations, retained stations, mm. two women that are driver mechanics. So where's the opportunity there? There is plenty of firefighters. There's about maybe 100 in, in Ireland at the moment. There's 45 in Dublin alone and there's no driver mechanic in Dublin okay. that is female. So you think, uh, uh, similar to the point that was made, you know, you, if you if you can't see it, you can't be it. Needs to be a Absolutely. I mean, lead. there is no career opportunities on career days that that promote, you know, there, there's the, the normal ones, but but like, as they say, construction, all that, it, it, it's actually not seen as a job or a career path for a woman. Let me bring you some of the texts that have been coming in from, from listeners today here on WhatsApp, OK? Um, do your callers think that a woman should have got the job simply because she's a woman and not because she's the best candidate for the job? I thought that was sexism, says one listener. Stephanie in Dublin, the only group you can discriminate against now without reproach is white males. Being a white male is now a new sin, according to Stephanie. This texter, some of those coming on to the show today to discuss the appointment of a male candidate is shocking. The attitude of those being interviewed goes completely against inclusivity and fair treatment. Um, women who have uh, who have called in have forgotten that they have men in their lives as well. How would they like it if it was their brother, dad, son, husband who has been treated in this way? Women are not being kept from positions uh, from authority. They're not going for these posts for some specific reasons. The reality is that women are saying, how dare a man go for that job? Discrimination is alive and well in Ireland. Now, that's just some of many, many texts and, and emails I can I can read to you, but a lot of people getting in touch about this today. Look, we'll try and come back to it a little bit later. Keep your views coming in to us. We're talking about the uh, new appointment of Women for Election uh, announced yesterday. The new CEO is a male. And as you've heard today, a lot of people not happy about that. And as I said, it's it's not to do, I suppose, with it's not, not nothing to do with the credentials at all of uh, of this specific candidate but that's the thoughts of listeners Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk